Hello and such a sweet, warm welcome back to the Passion Break Podcast. This is the Passion Break Podcast host, Jessica Carson, and I am so glad that you're here. So I have kind of started a new era with Passion Break Podcast. I had a couple of months of vacation because of big life changes, but now I'm back, bitches. I am back and I could not be more excited because I've um, come into the point with Passion Break Podcast that I want to let the podcast be what it wants to be. That sounds so deep, but what I mean with that is that I don't want to anymore make certain rules that this podcast is just this. Because guess what? I'm a person who has a lot of different interests. And sometimes I want to continue the same alignment that I've had with Passion Break podcast since the beginning, which was to bring amazing, beautiful guests on the show and talk about their career, their point of view, how they started their businesses, and basically just interviewing entrepreneurs small business owners and I love that but I also saw that there's a huge lack for another things which is something that I'm personally interested in like dating sexuality sex relationships self-development self-love traveling living abroad there were so many different subjects that I really wanted to also bring into this podcast so now I'm just gonna let it be so I am having a plan to come much more often in here and just keeping shorter episodes and talking about things that currently feels really important in my own life I feel like this podcast is for me a little bit like a diary that you know something that has been lingering in my mind something that I've just learned or realized currently in my life I want to bring it into the podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to go through my massive realization that literally changed my romantic life. So I'm going to cover that, tell you the dirty details about it. So let's jump into the episode, shall we? So to just give you a little background story... We broke up with my ex-partner around five months ago and one month after that breakup I moved to Spain and I've been here now then three plus months. Wow. So it was a huge life change but I've been living in the place before so it wasn't like going into a totally new city. I knew this place and it really helped me because I mean anyway the breakup and going through everything was hard enough so going into a fully new place would have been way too hard. So I've been extremely happy to be where I am and I mean South of Spain has one of the best winters in whole Europe so we will like that because no winters are not for me. I've really understood that. I love to go skiing and like Alps are mm, so beautiful but to be here and like to be able to wear a t-shirt in the middle of November is just the vibe for me yes so with starting my life here creating friendships starting working um doing my own projects starting to just like create this life around me there has been a couple of guys as well I've been dating and I've been doing it like consciously I've been on dating apps surprise revealed And um, yeah, this was something that, you know, I thought as I've been in a dating app before, I was like, 
okay, I'm gonna just hop in there, you know, we, we're gonna have just fun, me like super cool people, you know, you never know who you're gonna find kind of a thing. And I was faced with kind of a hard wall of going on dates and some of them being semi-successful, but then ending up disappointed after and after again and again and even I met a guy out of the dating app and I was like oh my god this is awesome like this is actually still fucking happening that you can meet people out of dating apps I love that just the fact that it's not so just like kind of you know I don't say dating apps are forced but there's very different energy when you meet someone out from there so I was dating this guy actually like a couple or almost a month and then there was just like a really harsh thing that happened and I was like okay I I give up like I was just so disappointed that why things can't just go smooth even if things would fall apart why couldn't it fall apart smoothly you know what I mean why does it need to leave a scar again and again you know so then I was like taking a few steps back and really really considering like okay what is my intention what is my intention to come into the space of dating? Like, what do I want? Who do I want to date? Like, what do I want to experience with that person? You just go through like my intention and not just, you know, swipe, 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 just hope and hope and hope to find the next person. And um, I realized that what I really wanted, this was after deep thinking and sleepless nights basically I realized that actually deeply I am just wanting to have the permission to be romantic I'm gonna repeat that again so I realized that with all of this dating and wanting to have a guy who I can hang out with in a romantic manner was to just have a permission to be romantic And what does this mean or what this includes is like being sexy, dressing up, sending a nude. (laughs) I mean, I love those. So um, making candle dinners, massages, having great sex, um, kissing under the stars, dancing under the moon, going for road trips, having late night talks, you know, all of those shimmering moments where you feel big butterflies in your belly and you're like so I craved those moments I craved to be my romantic self I was craving to express my love languages and my romance and I just realized when I was like saying that out loud to myself I was like but Jess there's so many things of those that you can do a solo or b with a friend and now i mean like late night talks and a candle and a cup of tea fully i can do with my friend you know no there's no kissing no there's hugging and snuggling which is mm, so nice as well but there's still that you know mm, that like little little good feeling which you get when you just feel like you are having a deep conversation or those adventures road trips you can go with friends And I actually went for a one-day road trip with a friend of mine. And I was like, even though I know we have nothing romantic, absolutely no, we're two straight girls. But there was just something that I was like, this is cool. 
we both want to go for adventure and we're both like discovering this city going for a nice dinner and like enjoying this place and yes again i will love to hold hands with that guy i will love to kiss in a viewpoint i will love to you know laugh in the car and look him in deeply into his eyes but it was still you know very pleasurable experience when I was discovering and going for an adventure with my friend. So I just realized that why am I waiting a guy to come into my life to allow me to be romantic, to allow me to do all these romantic gestures? Why am I waiting that guy to make my hair beautifully, put that makeup, put that dress on and go for a candle dinner? Why am I not cooking that candle dinner for myself? Why I'm not asking one of my best friends to go for a fancy dinner and say, hey, let's dress up. You know, it's just this moment when I realized this, it just allowed me to do what the heck I wanted to do and all the things I wanted to do when I had that guy around. Writing love letters, erotic stories, just have like a really long, nice fox. Oh, or exactly creating that candle dinner or putting candles on your room and making a massage or going for a bath or I don't know even go super extra like buying a freaking hotel room for you and your best friend or for yourself and just going there like hallelujah you know so I was just understanding that it is so limiting how kind of or what kind of belief we are surrounded with that we can be that touchy touchy kissy kissy only when we have a partner we can be that goddess self only with a partner and then when you're single you're supposed to be this like lonely girl searching for her prince like i want to ditch that story i want to be that single girl currently who is a fucking goddess self, like so fucking romantic, like doing so romantic stuff with herself, with friends, and then hopefully with some romantic partners. So I'm not saying here, which I absolutely do not like at all, is when people say like, um, yeah, but singlehood is so amazing and like you should be so happy when you're free and blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's so um, personal. You know, there's people who loves to be single, there's people who hates to be single, and there's no right or wrong answer when you should be happy. It's about when you really feel happy. You can feel fucking miserable in a relationship, but so can you feel fucking miserable when you're solo. So it's just about what feels good for you and what is the right kind of situationship for you. And I really encourage you to think, what do you really want? Like, I realized that I wanted to write down really those like five things that are non-negotiable for me meaning that these are the things I really want to and have to have in my next romantic partnership because otherwise it's not gonna work or I'm not gonna have my most important needs met and when I have that list written it's so much more easier to go in the space of dating because you know, like, okay, if these guys can't afford these things, if they can give you that, there's no questions. It's just out of the game straight away. And wanting to go back into that single and being in a relationship is that I feel that's very toxic for me sometimes to try to be happy as a single because 
if it's not obvious, I'm fucking romantic person and I'm also extroverted and I love, absolutely love sharing breakfast, dinners, going for walks together, like basically sharing life together. I love to do that with close people to mine, but unfortunately not many of your best friends are able to do that like 24-7 because they have their own lives, you know, and I'm okay, 24-7 is way too much for anyone. But what I mean is like, I loved it to wake up with my ex and to just snuggle in the morning, eat the breakfast, and then we both go in our separate ways doing what we do, but then come back into the evening, sit down, have the dinner, talk through the day, and then go to the bed and snuggle again, you know, to just be like, there's that person next to you. There's that person. You're not fucking alone, you know. You're there sharing your happiness, your joy, and your sadness and your sorrow. And as your friends are having their own lives and being busy, they are not always able to, you know, be on a phone or come come to your place or, you know, have sleep nights or whatever. I was like, I I know that I want that. Like I want to be able to share my life much more intimately than all the time kind of living alone and being alone. And I I want to be okay with that, you know? Like I want to be okay with the fact that currently I'm not having that, but hopefully in the future I will. And that's my wish. So no one else can tell me that, no, you should enjoy your singlehood. You should be happy as a single. You should be okay of being single. Fuck no, I will never be okay. I don't want to be alone, okay? Can we just like not try to make me be a strong, independent woman? Because first of all, I am not strong all the time. And currently, yes, I am independent with my finances and everything else, but I want to share my life. So fuck you who says that I want to be a strong, independent woman because I don't. So um, yes, I want to be sensitive and strong woman. And I want to be independent in my own areas, but I want to share my life also with a person. We all need love, each and every one of us. Even the toughest guy or girl you know in this whole planet also wants love and snuggles and petting and just someone saying that I appreciate you, I love you, you're important, you're valued. We all want that. So can we just stop pretending that we don't and we're just okay? by our own we love to be by our own cool if you really truly do and cool if you really truly never want to be with someone and share your life that's truly cool but that's not the case for me and therefore I am speaking to the people who feels also kind of struggle with the fact that you're told that you should be something and feel somehow in some certain situations versus what it actually is and this obviously applies also miserable relationships it was a struggle for me to really understand that there were so many things that were not serving me and my partner in our last relationship like it was obvious that it was not working out but at least I was so afraid to say it out loud because I was like we love each other and we understand each other, we have this amazing connection, we have still like, you know, I still got butterflies when I saw him when he came back home after work or or when he came out from the shower, I was like, hallelujah. And yeah, I just got chills when I said that because it's true. And then 
you try to like realize at the same time that actually this is not working out and even though the whole world and all the Disney movies is saying like find your forever happiness with a partner like happy ever after kind of a thing you know your soulmate your beautiful partner you know which is like my loving husband and my friend and my romantic partner and everything in one fuck that as well you know what i've realized i realized that probably there's tons of soulmates and those soulmates can be romantic those can be friends those can be freaking animals or something you know it doesn't have to be this one person that comes into your life and everything is good after that no that's just a fucking illusion. I'm cursing a lot, I know, but I just got this like fierce feeling of like, oof, because, you know, it's just um, putting you into this um, position or at least it put me into this position that when I was then in relationship, which was best that I had ever had, was like, it's so hard to let it go. It's so hard to see all the flaws because you're like, this is how it should be in a way. Like, I found a person, a good person, so we just gotta stick no matter what because this is the goal that everybody's telling me that it is the goal until, you know, then it goes to marriage and kids and having house, blah, blah, blah. And I was just realizing, no, I have changed my mind when it comes to relationships. I'm not anymore searching the one. I am not. What I am searching is a person that I love to experience the moment. Ooh. So what I mean with that is like, right now, right here, these are my needs. These are my wishes. These are the areas in life that I want to focus on. These are the areas that I want to get better at. And this kind of a person would be lovely to be or have by my side. I would love to share these X, Y, and Z things with a person like X, Y, and Z. And I'm not meaning now that you make this mannequin in front of you, like he needs to have a brown hair, blue eyes, six pack, this and that kind of a style. He needs to work here, have this much money. No, I'm not saying that. What I mean is like, how do you want that person to make you feel? How do you want to feel around him? What things do you want to experience with him? What values do you want to share? What do you want to learn? What are the things that you want to give? Those kind of questions. The feeling, the feeling, the feeling, not the actual physical form of the person. Go ahead. If you want to dream a blonde guy, go ahead. But what I mean, it's like so much important how you feel rather how he looks. And I want to focus on that. I don't want to focus on the physical things, the physical forms. I want to focus on the feeling because I know and I realized through the experiences that that is way more important and is way more sustainable than any physical feature. So this is another phrase that I learned in was a massive, massive realization is that when you are dating and you are not completely, you know, sure about this person and you kind of doubt them. And I mean, it's so normal to doubt. There's also saying going like, if you doubt, it's not the guy, but fuck that. You can doubt because of your past trauma, your scars, you're just overthinker, oversensitive person like me. Hello. So no, you have a space to doubt, even though it's a good person or it's a person that is meant to be longer time in your life. Okay. So what I'm asking myself every time when I feel a bit doubtful of a person is that it's not how you feel about the guy, but how he makes you feel. It is not how you feel about the guy, but how he makes you feel. Because listen up, 
you can be like, oh my God, he's so hot, like so fucking attractive. Or like, I love that he does this and this for work. Or I feel so passionate towards to him. But every time when you meet him, he makes you feel super small. He might mock you or he might make you feel unequal or he might make you feel anxious or he might make you feel very happy and very like, oh, this is like, I feel so comfortable. So do not think how do you feel about him, but rather how he makes you feel. And not just when you guys meet, but when you text and talk to each other. You know, and this is something that I've realized that's so important that I just don't want the cream on top of the cake. I want the fucking cake, okay? I'm not anymore just taking the breadcrumbs. I am wanting the whole fucking cake because I know that exists and I know that I am delivering the whole birthday cake with three stages, you know? So... Um, excuse me, yes, I am allowed to want that whole cake and that's something that I also wanted to do is that when I go on these dating apps, I am fucking picky, you know, because guess what, I'm not gonna go on a date with someone that I already kind of have million questions in my mind. Why would I spend my time, why would I waste my time with someone that I already feel like, ugh, you know? Because it's easy to go into that, well, maybe that doesn't matter or maybe it's different when we meet or maybe he's been just busy or just giving all these reasons, even though the truth is that he's not answering to your messages actively or that something on his pictures makes you really ick or something about what he wrote to you on your chat was like, uh, what the fuck? Be careful, you know, just like appreciate your fucking time and be like, um, I deserve to meet someone that I feel good about because there for sure is people that definitely are not in every corner, but there is definitely those people that you like their picture, you like what they write, it's smooth the conversation and the chatting and there's no like, oh, he did not respond and this kind of like responding games. No, it's like straight on communication. You meet the guy and then you see. You know what I mean? So yes. To wrap around where I freaking started because yeah, we got a bit off road, but I feel like there was just so much stuff coming up what I wanted to tell you. But I want to just say that allow yourself to be romantic. If you are in a partnership or you are not in a partnership or you're currently dating or whatever your situationship is, allow yourself to express your romantic side, whatever that means to you. And I'm actually currently creating this concept called Central January. Mm, I love that name. And that is that 31 days that is in January. Every day there's a little romantic challenge that you can do. So I have created a PDF. And that will be available on my website, which you can get that PDF and then you can do that challenge. So every day of a January, you do a little romantic gesture, which does not require anybody else than you. So of course you can share those gestures with your partner or whatever, you know, but you can also do it solo. And I love that. So I will definitely link the links also in the Passion Break podcast notes, episode notes, whenever that thing is out. It will be out at least a week before January, but probably a little bit earlier. Okay. And then the other thing was that 
when you are in love, you know, when you are um, spreading that loving energy in your own life, meaning doing these romantic gestures and romantic things and just overall things that makes you feel like, ooh, 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 you know, it just have that frequency of romance. You are shining and vibrating love. And guess what? That vibration will come back to you, meaning that love, you will attract love. And this love can be in so many forms. It's not like this beautiful soulmate partner can be, but it can be in so many different formats. So I think it's just different energy approach. And I'm not saying that this is a universal law that you have to do, but it kind of makes sense when you're feeling lovable and when you're feeling like so full of love and romance, why wouldn't it surround you? Like that would just be weird if it wouldn't surround you in a different formats. So of course, exactly what kind of energy you vibrate is your reality. It creates everything around you. So it's kind of cool. Let's start to be more romantic, shall we? So this was my massive realization that changed my romantic life. Thank you so much for joining into this episode and I'm looking forward to have you in the next one. I wish you a really great rest of the week and before we end this episode I want to tell you that Rewild Your Voice podcasting course which is all in one podcasting course, 14 video models and PDF that covers everything you need to know from starting a podcast. I have created that course and I am so freaking proud that it's out and that will be available to be purchased in the 11th of January. So that is the launching day of Rewild Your Voice and basically the whole intention behind that course is the fact that I want as much people as possible to speak up, to tell their stories, tell their point of views, to tell what they think about things because guess what podcasting world doesn't still have huge sensory there's no huge restrictions and that is very unique in the world we live in so I would think that's amazing that you can take your microphone tell your story start your show and do your thing babe like just do your thing so if you're interested about starting a podcast learning about podcasting all aspects of it from the marketing to distributing it to editing it all of it is covered in the course it will be launching on the 11th of january and then you will be having a live access to that course so again all the links will be on the episode notes i will update all the information in my instagram so i will add the links to the sale page as soon as it launches which is the 11th of january so take a good care and we see you in the next episode kisses